uh, empty-handed I rejoice. I was just thinking of that song just now. Empty-handed. I mean, it's so cool. Um, we're going to turn, let's see something here. Uh, we're going to turn to uh, Psalm 139, verse 23. Psalm 139, verse 23, if you have a Bible. Because <clears throat> I don't have any, uh, other than that, that's up there, there's not going to be any like words on the board. So if you have a Bible, if, if not, there's one out in the hallway there, you could get one. It says, uh, Psalm 139, verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Okay. So, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my ways. And see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. This is, um, just think of it. I mean, we owe this God. He doesn't owe us anything, but we owe him everything. We have nothing, and we're empty-handed. We are totally empty-handed. I thought that last song was so appropriate. I, nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling. There, there is absolutely no way... I could ever get to heaven. It's absolutely impossible. Um, it's kind of like crossing the Red Sea. You know, it's like I, I got a wall of water on the right. I got a wall of water on the left. If this wall of water ever comes down, I'm a dead man. I, definitely a dead man. So who am I looking at? I'm looking at Christ. I'm looking at Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way. I have to follow him. This is the Christian life. And, I, you know, I, I look, I'm better off not looking. I'm better off looking straight ahead. I just go straight ahead. That's the Christian life. I'm following him. And it's so easy to get off track. It's like, search me, O God, and know my heart. It's so easy Satan is always out there. We did a. I can. I hope everybody can hear me. Okay. We did a um, uh, at the VBS up at Summers. We did a a maze. Okay. So they had a girl who put all these um, paper bags together and it ended up being blocks. We had forty four blocks and forty four blocks, and it was a maze. And you were blindfolded, so you're in this maze. You're blindfolded, and there's a. We would pick the littlest girl with the smallest voice, very tiny voice, kind of like the Holy Spirit, right? This tiny voice is saying, "This is the way. This is the way. You go this way. Take a, take two small steps to the right. Take two small steps to the left. To and you know, so you would walk. You would walk down this maze. Take three steps forward. Stop. You know, it's very easy to hear the voice." when there's no one else in the background yelling. Well, here's what we did. So this is a little girl with a little voice telling us, telling the person how to get through the maze. And if you hit the side wall of the maze, you're out. So they would start. They're blindfolded. They're going down the maze. And this little girl is trying to communicate to these people, to this person who's going down the maze. 
And here's the background noise. It's Satan, right? It's, it's, it's the demons. It's Satan. It's my flesh. It's going, turn around. And we're just yelling, turn around. You can't do it. Give up. Quit. Do not even try. Give up. Put your hands down and just kind of fall down. You can't do it. It's impossible. It is impossible. It's absolutely impossible to get to heaven. But we have a Savior, right? We have this Savior who has done it all. Well, I mean, hallelujah, what a Savior. Uh, he's, he is, he's amazing. It, uh, I've had this song on my head for... It's, I'm driving my wife nuts. I keep singing it around the house. It goes... I'm not going to sing it for you, but I'm going to... He has forgiven my sin. He has forgiven me. My sin has been washed from his memory. By the blood of the Lamb of Calvary, he has forgiven me. He has forgiven me. My sin has been washed from his memory. By the blood of the Lamb of Calvary, he has forgiven me. It just is is phenomenal. The impossibility of salvation is just... I have to look at the object of my faith, and I have to follow that object. This is the most important thing that I can I, I can imagine. I mean, this Jesus is incredible what he has done. The world, the flesh, the devil, all trying to get me to go the wrong way. All right. It says, I'm, I'm Pastor Bill last week when he was preaching, what did he say? He says, your sins from the past are forgiven. Your sins of the present are forgiven. Your sins of the future are forgiven. I, I, I'm in my seat last weekend as he's saying that, and I'm, I'm just doing cartwheels. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't believe it. My sins from the past are forgiven. My sins from the present are forgiven. My sins from the future are forgiven. They're completely gone. I do not have a sin. I am completely spotless, pure. I am going to heaven. Why? Why? Because I worship this Savior. I mean, I'm on my face. This, this guy is incredible what he has done. It's beyond my imagination. Let's... Um, Let's turn to this verse. Luke 7.36. We can go to Luke 7.36. And it's absolutely incredible what Christ has done. I am redeemed. I am bought at a great price. Okay? I am bought at a great price. This is in the Bible. It says in the Bible and, and Isaiah 53.10, it says, he, he, Jesus, was crushed for our iniquities. He was crushed, just like a grape. Grape season, right now, you walk, you walk in or whatever, you can smell grapes, right? So I picked a bunch of grapes and I brought them to my wife and she crushed them. <laughs> then she strained them and then she's making jelly, right? So she crushed these grapes. And this is what Christ did for us. He was crushed. It was the Father's plan of salvation. It was the Father's will to crush him. Absolutely crush Jesus Christ. 
Did he do it half-heartedly? Did Jesus Christ go to the cross half-heartedly? He did not. He did it with all his heart, all his soul, all his mind, all his strength. At one point in the Bible, he says, I live through, as the Father has life in himself, so I live through the Father. As the Father has life in himself, I, Jesus is talking, I live through the Father. Every thought, he completely fulfilled the law. Every thought, every, every action was to honor his Father. Just blows me away. He honored his Father completely, totally. He loved his Father. Yet it was the Father's will to crush him. Why? For you and I, right? I mean, it is, it is amazing what this Christ has done. Absolutely amazing. So we are going to turn. Uh, I didn't even turn to the page. I got excited. Luke, <laughs> Luke 7.36. Luke, Luke, Luke 7.36. I'm... You can't follow men, okay? It's so easy to get sidetracked following men. This is, this is, this is a time. Let me just explain something. Back, oh gosh, had to be oh, a long time ago, twenty years maybe. I I don't know if anybody remembers. Family radios was a Christian station that was actually the antennas were in Ellington. And I mean, I listened to the guy. He was the best Bible teacher I ever heard. All they did, I followed that guy. Man, he was awesome. The trouble is when we follow a man. See, I, w- I took my eyes off Christ. There's all these voices, right? I got Satan. I'm trying to walk, go God's way. And there's these voices. And it's a hard path. You know, if you were to read Pilgrim's Progress, the path is never the easy one that's paved with park benches. <laughs> there's birds singing. And there's butterflies flying. Uh, there's fruit trees. That is not the path, you know, to go on. So I'm, I'm walking the Christian path, and I'm, I'm taking a step, and I'm taking a step, and it's, it's straight uphill. I mean, it's uphill. If you were to read Christian, uh, Pilgrim's Progress, if you, uh, all of a sudden Christian hears up in the, uh, way high up in the, uh, up, up in the trail, there's two lions. There's two lions. I'm like, whoa, two lions. I'm not going to mess with lions. Uh, so what he does is he, as Christians going up the mountain, there's a path to the right. Okay, this path to the right is so cool. It's it, it's like this is the way to go. I know it. I'm, he doesn't want me going through the lions. He wants me going to the path to the right. And I started following a man. This man was a great preacher. He was a great theologian. Logian. <laughs> and what happens is when you follow a man or you follow men, I don't care what Bible teacher it is. It could be anybody. I don't care how good they are. You start following men. He didn't, that man did not die for you. Jesus Christ did. I have to follow my Lord, my God, my Savior. I took my eyes off of him. And I'm following this guy. And what happens when I follow a man is I start getting, I'm looking down my nose at you. I know it all. I got this, okay? I was something. And 
I, I could teach Sunday school. I was, you know, I could, I could do youth group. Okay, I was, I got this Christian thing down. Following a man. <laughs> oh yeah, God says to me, oh yeah, you think you got this, huh? He took me to the woodshed. You ever been to the woodshed? I'll tell you what, he, you know, God conforms you to the image of his son. He was taking a sledgehammer. He beat the crap out of me, to put it plainly. He beat me up. I mean, it was the roughest time of my life. I just was humbled. I couldn't move. It was so hard. So what did I do? I realized, I, wait a minute. I, and it wasn't just me that realized. I, pastor, I, I, had, I had told Pastor Bish at the time he was the pastor, I, I said, you know, in your preaching today, I think you needed to change something. <laughs> that was the wrong thing. But it was the, actually the right thing to say because he says, oh, yeah, you're a Pharisee. And, oh, man, that word just <clears throat> hit me square in the forehead. I mean, my black eye, boom. <laughs> you're a Pharisee. And it really made me think. You know it all. You got your act together. I'll tell you what. The moment you think you got it is the moment you drop dead. You might as well. You're a goner. You can't do it. Without me, you can do nothing. You know? It's, it's just incredible what this Christ has done. You know, I, I love the book of, end the book of John. In the end of, book, uh, of the book of John... <laughs> Uh, Peter says, you know, what about him? What, what about that guy? Uh, uh, P- Peter says, what about this John? What's your plan for him? Because it sounds like you're going to have me crucified. It does not sound very nice at all. He says, and he says, what about him? And he says, what is that to you? If I want him to live forever, who cares? I want him to live for, to be 100. You follow me. You follow me. I was going down the wrong path. As, as I'm going down the wrong path, I'm realizing I'm a Pharisee. I'm looking down my nose at other people. I, I, there's, the love is just gone. There's no love, period. The love for Christ is gone. The love for, I am following this wrong path. So I repent. I turn. And this is a humble, I mean, this took, I, I swear it was a year of just humbling, of just, Looking at Christ. I had to look at Christ. I had to get my eyes back at him. I had to get back on the path. So now I'm on the path. Now what's ahead of me? Two lions. (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. (laughs) Ay. (laughs) Two lions are ahead of me, okay? Lord, what? If you kill me, you kill me. It's been a rough year. Let's just do this. (laughs) Let's get it over with. I take the step. I <laughs> let me use another before I finish this step. I love Disney movies. Have you ever seen the old Disney movies? Bambi has just been shot. Bambi has just been shot. It's incredible. <laughs> His father walks up to him. Bambi, get up. <laughs> Bambi has this look of like an idiot. I've just been shot. I can't move, man. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It's... 
I'll be a flesh wound. I don't know. Bambi's laying there, and the father says, Bambi, get up. And that, at that, the father walks away. So he just walks away from him. Bambi hears, here, all of a sudden, Bambi hears, the hounds are coming. That means the hunters are coming. They're getting closer and closer. Bambi says, okay. And he struggles. I mean, he is shaking. He stands to his feet, and he's literally. And then he takes the first step. And he's shaking. And the next step, the next step, the next step, the next step. He keeps taking the next step. And finally, he hears the hounds one more time, and he starts to run. He just tunes out the pain and he runs. And what's ahead of him? Lions. Okay? He's climbing, the pilgrim is climbing the mountain. <laughs> There's lions ahead of him. He's climbing the mountains. He says, I, Okay, Lord, I'm putting my hands in. I'm keeping my head down. I'm just going to look at the path. I'm going to look at the path. I'm going to look at the path. He's looking at the path. And he's, <laughs> so, I mean, the roar of the lions is deafening. The, the, you can feel the air as the darn claws are coming closer, it feels like. <laughs> He's got his hands in. And all of a sudden, wait a minute, they get this voice, the noise is getting quieter. I don't hear him. Pilgrim turns around and looks. The lions were chained. As long as he stayed on the path, he was safe. You get off the path, you are not safe. You are not safe at all. It's impossible. Okay? I got to stay on the path. This is the Christian life. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I have to take the next step. And God doesn't want you camping out. It's not the, that's not the Christian life. It's to take the next step. Take the next step. I don't know what it might be. Trunk or treat. Get involved. Sign up. I don't know what it might be. Or if your woman uh, asks somebody on the inreach committee, they have they do so much. It's incredible what goes on, preparing food, uh, visitation to, to the elderly, cars, letters. It's incredible what that's what they do. Um, whatever it is, whatever the next step is, we can't be afraid. Where if I die, what happens? Where do I go? I go to be with Jesus? <laughs> oh wow! Okay. There are going to be lions in the path. There always has been. All right? They're chained. Satan's head is crushed. I mean, it's just crushed because he defeated him. Satan bruised Christ's heel. Christ is alive. When I'm praying to God, I am praying to a living God. He hears my prayer. I love that man. I love him with my whole heart. Man, I love him. I love him, love him, love him. All right, so we're at one Psalm. I know we're not. We're not. We're at Luke seven, something, thirty-six. Uh, yeah. Okay. See, so that all this introduction kind of is talking about what I just talked about. One of the Pharisees asked them to eat with him. Believe me, I was I was a Pharisee, and thank God for counseling, Christian counseling. You know, Pastor Bill, I swear, he said, he said you know, in our deacons meetings, so much of his time is taken up counseling. Counseling. I love that guy. He does a great job. He loves Christ. 
Counseling. There's so much counseling, okay? What am I to fear? I have, I have a Savior who's brought me all the way. He's going to bring me all the way to heaven, okay? He's going to bring me there. So it says here, one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. So they didn't have chairs back then. They, you don't sit in a chair at the table. You recline. So his feet are behind him. Christ is sitting there. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner. See, the woman of the city who was a sinner, she's a prostitute. There's no doubt in my mind she was a prostitute. I am a prostitute. I am absolutely dead in trespasses and sins. I am totally, absolutely, there's no way I can get to heaven. Christ has to do it. He has to, it's like we're going across the Red Sea. He's going ahead of me. I have to take the next step. Remember, you got to take the step, just like when they went over the Jordan River, right? The Jordan River was a raging river. They had to take the first step, and as they did, then the river started to back up, and they were able to cross, okay? okay. And so, <clears throat> a woman of the city who was a sinner when she learned that he was reclining at the table of the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. Okay. <clears throat> My thought on that would be the alabaster flask of ointment was really to wash us. He pours that alabaster flask of ointment on his feet. All right? Remember, Christ is on the cross. We Are you washed in the blood? The blood is going to come down from Christ. It's going to wash over us. He has ointment on his feet. That ointment's going to come over us. We are so blessed in this Christ who was willing to do what he did for us. We are sinners. I mean, I am a sinner from the top of my head. Now, <laughs> when I say that, let's, let's turn. I hate to do it to you, but I'm going to turn one more time. Leviticus 13, verse 12. Leviticus 13, verse 12. And I think this was one of the big eye-openers for me. If you read Leviticus 13, you know what was so cool? Everything about Leviticus 13 has to do with leprosy. I mean, leprosy. Leprosy is a picture of sin. Leprosy is, is awful, okay? So I heard... I'm going through this tough time. I hear on the radio a pastor preaching about in Leviticus 13, which is like weird. <laughs> it's like if you have a white spot on your arm or a hair and it's, it's, it's pus covered and all this stuff, it goes on. It, and it's, it's like 10 verses before 12 and 13 and like 10 after. All about these different things. The, the priest will pronounce him unclean. If it's just partially covering me, if I have sin just partially covering my arm, I'm unclean. Let's read 12 and 13. It's incredible. It says here, And if the leprous disease breaks out on out in the skin so that the leprous... Uh, let's see. And if the leprous disease breaks out in the skin so that the leprous disease covers all the skin of the diseased person... From the head to the foot, so far as the priest can see. So the head 
foot. I've got disease. I am covered with leprosy from the head, my bald head, to the bottom of my feet. I have leprosy. I am pathetic. I have nothing to offer him. There's nothing in me that's any good or ever will be. But I have a Savior who went through hell and back for me. Okay? Okay, so, where am I? All right. Then the priest shall look, and if the leprous disease has covered all his body, he shall pronounce him clean of the disease. It has all turned white. It is clean. I had to see myself from God's point of view, who I really was. You know, I got saved when I, years before this, and, you know, and I got off the path, okay? Fortunately, I had, I had to have some counseling to get back on the path, all right? But that was a, it was a rough year, but it was a great year. It was a, it was a year. And then comes a ministry opportunity. I've, I've been humbled for a year, a ministry opportunity that comes up, and I'm going, all right, Lord, I'll, I'll trust you. I'll, I'll step out in faith and trust you for this next ministry. Ministry, And that's where I got involved in plays. And I was like, I loved it. It was so much fun. We, we do Christian plays up here on the stage sometimes. It was, it was so exciting to me. But it's a huge step of faith because it's all out there all by yourself. And you screw up the line. <laughs> Look out. You know, it's not, and it's just, and it's timing. I have to have, I have to come in at the right time. I have to, there's, there's a lot going on with a play. And I, I, I know some of you out here have been in plays. It's not easy. Um, we're all learning. We're all growing. That is the Christian life. We grow. It's a growing time. Okay, so we're going to go back to, um, I think I marked my page. Uh, we're back to 736 uh, of Luke. And one side note, on the very first play I was in, when I said timing, I came in too early on my first line of the first play I was ever in. (laughs) Should I just fall down on the floor and say, I can't do it? (laughs) No. If you fall down, get up. You know, we're not camping in one spot. We're not going to just sit there because I can't do something. You got to get up. You got to take the next step. And, And that's basically, I screwed up. They covered for me. And then after that, it got easier. Uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the play, we, we made it through. <laughs> it was like, praise the Lord. <laughs> it's, it's over. I, I did it. Oh, yeah. It was, it was not easy, but it was a big step of faith for me. That's how we grow. We grow in Christ. We are sinners. I have nothing to offer God. He was crushed for us. It was the Father's will to crush him so that we could go to heaven. Blows me away. All right. Um, where am I? All right. And then it says here. All right. So this this sinful woman is now now um, we're standing behind him at his feet weeping. So this woman walks in and she's in the Pharisee's house. So the Pharisee, she does, the Pharisee doesn't invite her, but she just walks in anyway because Jesus is reclining at the table. 
What I love about her, she's weeping. She sees herself from God's point of view. That's what I had to see myself from God's point of view, who I really was. I have nothing to offer. Standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. When you're at your lowest, you're at your highest. When, I'm, when I can't do it, I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. Through Christ. Through Christ. That's where this woman was. She's a sinner. Stinks. She stinks. She's gross. That's where I was. All right. She, she wet his, okay, standing behind him at his feet, weeping. She began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. So she's gone from standing to laying down. And wiped them with her hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. I, I would be I would be content if I'm in heaven. That's all my job is is to lay there weeping and kiss his feet. Fine, that's a. There's nothing in this world I want. I'll tell you that. Everything around us is falling down. What can I trust? Government. <laughs> can I, 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 and the last person you want to trust is me. I I think I can't even trust myself. I have to keep look. I have to be in the Word. I have to be in the Word. I have to look at it every day. I have to spend time with Him. I have to pray. I have. Is it a chore? It's 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 a joy. I want to where He is. I want to be. That's where I want to be. Okay. So she, now she's laying down. She's she's kissing His feet, anointing them, and she anoints them with ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man Jesus, I totally see myself in both of these pictures. I was the Pharisee, I was the sinner. Okay? our, Our position, my position changed from sinner to saint. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man, Jesus, were a prophet, he would have known who was what sort of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them would love him more? Simon answered, "Uh, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you have judged rightly. Here's what, I've been involved with teen group, and and here's the problem. When if my grandfather's saved, my grandmother's saved, my father's saved, my mother's saved, I've been when I was saved, I had a little debt canceled. So I have a tendency to, and and I see it when I teach first, second, and third graders. I'll ask them, uh, "What did Jesus do for you?" And they'll go, "Jesus died for my sin." <laughs> oh my God! 
when we don't realize the, the past, present, future sins are gone. They are gone. They are gone. I just got to do this song real quick. He has forgiven me. My sin has been washed from his memory. He has forgiven me. My sin has been washed from his memory. By the blood of the Lamb of Calvary, he has forgiven me. It's incredible. Absolutely mind-boggling. I belong on my face up here. I praise you. I thank you. I worship you with my whole heart, my whole soul, my whole mind, and my whole strength. Christ fulfilled the law. It's done. Matthew 5, 17 and 18. It's completely fulfilled in Christ. What is our job as a Christian? Love. I am to love. This is what it's about. I'm to love. The unity of spirit, the bond of peace. But I'm also to outreach. Okay? I need to go out into the world. Okay? Whatever, wherever God's got you, take the next step. We can't sit there. I can't be afraid. I can't be afraid of disease. I can't be afraid of all this stuff going on me. My focus is Jesus. It has to be. There's no other way. There's no other way whereby a man must be saved than through Christ. There's no other way. It's in him, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. I only got a few minutes here, so um, let's keep going with this. Then turning toward the sinful woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. She has wet my feet with her tears. I love them. And wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not stopped ceasing to kiss my feet. Hallelujah, what a Savior. I mean, that's all I can say. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, I think of the... When Jesus went into Jerusalem, just think of this. If you don't cry out, he's going on his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. If you don't cry out, the very stones will cry out. It's absolutely mind-boggling. I praise you. I love you with my whole heart. You have done it. Now, this, this is, the, I'm going to tear up here. It's like, he says to the woman, he says to her, for she loved much, well, I didn't do it. Therefore, I tell you, her sins have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. Okay? It's, I don't care. If, how, how many bites of a cobra do you need before you... A sin is like being bit with a cobra. Within a half an hour, you're, you're going to be passed out and, and just die unless somebody gets you some kind of anti-venom. You know, it's incredible. I've been bit with sin 
One sin. That's all I have to have is one sin and I'm dead. Christ paid every comma, every dot, every tittle, I think they use in the King James. Every bit of the law is fulfilled in him. Our job is to love. Love your neighbor as herself. Love God with all your heart. Okay. Your sins are forgiven. And those who were at the table began to say amongst themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? This is God. What's that mean? He's going to pay for this woman's sin. He's going to pay for a prostitute's sin on that cross. Wow. Prostitute like me. He's going to pay for my sin. Incredible what he did. And pay for your sin. Jesus able to save? Is Jesus able to save you? Yes, he is. He's come. We took a step of faith. We asked Christ to be our Savior. But it's when we start walking away, when I go down the easy path, I go down, I'm off the trail, I'm off the path, I'm in great danger. I have to be on the path. Okay? I gotta be. There's a wall of water on either side of us. If that wall of water comes down, we're dead. We're going to drown instantly. I mean, it's just, we're going to be whipped around in a circle. I won't know which which way is up. I'm going to drown. Those who were at the table with him began to say to themselves, for who is this? He even forgives sins. And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Faith has saved you. Your faith was in Christ. He has the ability to bring me all the way home. Alongside him, Following him, following him, trusting him. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Peace. This is huge. I mean, there's people who kind of, it's very easy to not have peace. I have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I have peace following this Holy Spirit. It's a lifetime. I'm telling you, when I first, I was, it's hard to be satisfied. That's the human nature. That was one of my biggest downfalls. I need to be satisfied in Christ. I, I can't be satisfied with other things. It won't work. And that's where I got off the path. I got off the path pretty far. And I hurt people. The lack of love. Uh, it was a sad time, and it was a, but it was a, a time of growth I, I wouldn't trade for the world. I'm not saved by my parents or I'm saved because Christ did it from beginning to end. He is our Lord, our God, our Savior, our King. Hallelujah. <laughs> I think we're done. I think maybe, maybe I should close with prayer. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, all I can say is hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, I just think of the rocks crying out. I think of, I praise you with my whole heart. I praise you with my whole mind, my whole soul, my whole being. I love you. I love you. I love you. I just thank you for this worship team who does so much work. I mean, there's so much behind the scenes. that they, I mean, they're practicing. They're getting new songs. Okay? It's just absolutely mind-boggling. My sins are forgiven. He has forgiven me. My sin has been washed from his memory By the blood of the Lamb of Calvary, he has forgiven me. I praise you, Heavenly Father. Just bless our our week, 
our upcoming week, may we, may we be used by you as we go forth in your power. 